the day before a highly anticipated zombie shooter game released in early access on Steam this week, and it's gone. We'll talk about what in the world happened there. And it's a sad day in the video game world as E3 officially calls it quits. We'll talk about what led to that decision and a whole bunch more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we're bringing you all the biggest things happening in the video game industry. You can find us on Fruit Lab, YouTube, podcast services everywhere. My name is Erock the Red. I'm joined every single week by this man right here, full clip. What's going on, dude? How are you? What's going on? Pretty good. How are you? I am great. Dude, we're like... Yeah, uh, just uh, a week away from Christmas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's all it's all happening. It's, yeah, it's, it's very exciting. And what do we have? One more show after this, and then we'll take a week off for the new year. Yep, yep. New year is coming. Uh, you know, real soon. You got any good uh, New Year's resolutions you're thinking about, dude? Hmm. Yeah. I, I haven't thought that far ahead yet. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about it in the new year. That we're gonna do a whole show about our New Year's resolutions. Mine is to to finish more games. Yeah, you know that's my video game related one. I think we need to do some predictions or something for next year. Like, will mm, Skull and Bones yeah. be pushed off yet again? <laughs> Things like that. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, I'm in. That sounds great. We'll do it like first show. We'll do some predictions, and then you know the first show of 2025. We'll look back and we'll see how we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, what have you been up to? Anything, anything fun? Playing any games? Doing any, uh, Christmas activities? Anything? You anything? Know, uh, Give it to me. I'm playing a little more of that Lego Fortnite. I'm, I'm, I'm addicted. Uh, closing in on 20 hours of it now. And I got my village oh, nice. to level 10. I've got, I think I'm like one tier away from the top tools and things like that. I just found out how to go find the obsidian and like copper in the desert caves mm. and stuff like that. And, I'm still waiting to build my monorail. I need some sort of uh, faster way to get over there, build some transportation. But the tools sure. and stuff like that feels like the most unfinished part of the game. Or what do they call them? Toys. Yeah. What do you use to like traverse the world? Do you just run? Right now, I've just been running. But, I mean, you can build cars. Yeah. Build. I mean, a lot of people are, right. are basically building a car on a monorail, putting a chest gotcha. on there, and then you can move a bunch of material. Yeah, my kid like just he, he just messes around in there, so we don't like really progress the game much. But we've been playing that a lot as well. And I want like, you know, you got to go different places, and it takes a long time to run to these places. I'm like, I want to invent. Oh, yeah. I saw people make like rocket ships and balloons and stuff like that. So I got to figure that out because like just um, you know, it's it it takes a while to get from place yeah. to place. I wish there well, was like a else. fast travel option. Yeah, that would be nice. Like, or be able to transport yourself between your villages if you set more up. Exactly. Somewhere. Yeah, at That'd least be, be able to travel back to your your home village or whatever. Yeah. you know. But if nothing else, what I've done is um, I just took like for the cost of two wood per plank, I just take these floor tiles and shoot them straight in a row. Um, get up high, so you're not going to run into everything all the time, and just you know, build a highway through the sky. That way you can at least run in a straight line and you're not fighting for your life every time you try to go over to like the next biome over. Oh, good thinking. Good thinking. Yeah, we got to mess around. We're still very early on. I mean, we <laughs> we put a lot of time into it, but like, like I said, he just likes to, the other day he was like, we just need to find all of the creatures in the game so that we just walked around finding all the creatures and so that's basically all we did. I'm like, listen, we got to go find some not wood uh, or yeah. something so we could level up the village, man. Come on, let's go. That's but, a good approach. Know your enemy, yeah. you know? Exactly, exactly. We just, but like, then he doesn't, I'm like, come on, we got to go back or at least make like a new sword or something so we could fight the things. But we're just running around punching everything. Oh. So, yeah. you know, we got some work to do. We got some work to do. But I have been playing, I've been playing, Um, I've played a lot of Fortnite, like just, uh, the 
Battle Royale solos and um, been doing pretty good in that. Uh, that's been a blast. I really want to, um, I really got to get that, um, that family guy skin, you know? Oh yeah. Give me that Peter, Peter Griffin. Griffin. Yeah. I need that. So I'm working hard. Um, and then playing a lot of the Fortnite festival. I'm still really enjoying that. I've been playing it every day doing like the, cause they got the daily quests and stuff like that. So, you know, you go in there, you jam out to four or five songs and like, you're getting a bunch, you're leveling up the battle pass, the Fortnite festival pass and all this stuff. Um, and some good tunes in there, some real good tunes. So, um, did you see the PDP tweet that they put out? Mm, I don't think so. About the, they're going to be bringing out new guitars. Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. January, they're saying. And um, so the, all they did, like, so this is the the company that manufactured like like shitty guitars for like back in Guitar Hero Rock Band era. Um, and now they put up, they just posted like a picture of like a silhouette is all it was, and it was like rock on january or whatever and someone like asked in the in twitter uh they're like you know this is just like a troll tweet this isn't real or whatever and they responded like oh it's real and um they just posted like a picture of a guitar or like a guitar emoji with a video game emoji so i'm like oh shit it's actually happening we're gonna get like the first video game instruments in you know how long um yeah so that's so I was trying to place PDP. Are they the company that makes like the licensed off-brand controllers? Did you yeah. see like sold at Walmart and stuff like that. Okay, right. That makes I think sense. so. Yeah, they're like the Mad Cats of. Uh, I only I'm only familiar with them in the sense of like rock. They used to make a bunch of rock band stuff. I'm pretty sure. Um, so yeah, so it's exciting. Although I don't know. So like in Fortnite Festival, you don't have to strum. It's just button pressing. So I don't know what that's going to be you know like before mm. rock band it's like you hold the button and then you strum when the note hits now this one it's it's not there's no strumming it's you just press the button so yeah. i don't know what that's going to be it, it does throw me off still where i'm like if i'm expecting a note to come like i'll i'll hit it you know and i'm like shit and then it messes me up because i'm not hitting it with the the note so it's messing up my score yeah. my my muscle memory is all uh out of whack but um it's been a blast. I'm excited for um, whatever they do to make it look or to make it work with guitars. But uh, yeah, I've not played that. There. I've not played that mode at all yet. So is it only like the guitar part, or will they eventually will it be easy for them to do drums and stuff like that too? I don't know. So the drums, yes. Um, so they have you can choose bass, guitar, drum, or vocals, and it's just those parts of the song so like if you pick vocals when the person is singing that's when the note goes um and it's interesting too because if you mess up like it cuts out the singing like it just doesn't mm. play that part so it's it's yeah. cool like you notice it um so yeah it's different i don't know what they'll do for something like that i guess it just won't work for something like that but it could definitely i could definitely see the drums working because that's more no strumming or anything you're basically just hitting the buttons in the on the beat you know so I could definitely see that working if they bring out some sort of drum peripheral or something. But I don't know. I feel like a kid again, though. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. getting the whole, I got to get the band back together. So we, we had talked about with the Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal, Activision bringing back stuff like Guitar Hero and Fortnite beats them to it. I never would have expected this. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, like, if this gains some semblance of i don't know some popularity or if it continues to be lucrative for epic um maybe that will encourage activision to like get something going and pop out a guitar here you know um yeah. especially if if there's already a manufacturer of guitars out there like shit why not you know um you been playing anything else that's really pretty much it yeah it's been been a, been a strange week getting into that but uh it sucked me in i like it yeah nice yeah i um what else did i get into oh oh so there was a game that i was looking forward to and it's just like a cheap game but i got a review copy of it. it's called my little blood cult and i was oh, yeah. excited for it because it's like fishing and cults put together and i'm like how could this be bad like um so you run the cult and you have to fish for these demons. You have to collect all these different demons. And I'm like, this is going to be so much fun. Like, it's like a fishing game, but with demons and, and blood sacrifice and stuff like that. And um, it's 
one of the worst games I've played in a long time, dude. I rarely will come out here and shit on a game because I don't, you know, it's I don't like that negativity. There's enough of that in the video game world. But this one, man, I need to warn people not to play this game. It's only a $6 game. So even if you're thinking you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to pay, um, I think the asking price is $6.66. Um, and now it's right now it's on sale for, I think, $5.99. Anyways, the, the, the problems with it. I think it was a mobile game beforehand because there's no setup for anything with keyboard and mouse, controller. It's all just like I'm playing on the Steam Deck and it's just like touch screen. Um, so there's no like, it's weird. Second of all, there's no tutorial. And some games I'm okay with that. You got to try to like figure it out, you know? This game, no. Like you can't figure it out because like everything is based on timers. So you could tell it's kind of a mobile game because like it's based on like this timed thing where like um, after maybe you have to like pay real money to like, you know how like in Candy Crush, if you want to keep playing, you got to like pay money or whatever. I don't know if Candy Crush does that, but I think that's, that's one of their systems. Um, but this one's like that. So if you want to get a blood vial to sacrifice to do fishing, like you get like one. And then you got to wait a little bit before you could get another one, or you could like hmm. pay money to get another one. And then you got to wait like, like two minutes to get another one. And then, so you use that to fish, right? And the fishing portion of it is like 10 seconds. You drop the line, it goes down and then there's these fish down there and you have to use this super, super shitty system to like move this box back and forth to try to catch a fish. And it's so dumb and it barely works. And there was no tutorial to really teach me that I had to like go online to look. And then you catch a fish, or if you don't catch a fish, you go up, and there's another two-minute timer before you could do it again. Or you could pay coins to go again. It's awful, dude. It is just awful. And I was like, dude, the visuals of it look so cool. There's these cute little cult leaders and blood everywhere. Um, And, um, yeah, it was was probably one of the biggest disappointments in video games that I've had. recently so yeah Yeah, little timer microtransactions are not cool in a game you actually have to pay money for already yes dude i I understand if it's a free game yeah and also like why stop me like even if i was enjoying myself you know like i'm not gonna continue to play it if you're gonna stop me for two minutes every single time or whatever like you know and there's no way to build up this progress like even if I was enjoying myself, I'm not going to do that. There's enough that I'm doing out there where, like, I want to play a game and play it for a little bit. I'm not going to, like, sit around and wait. And then, like, dude, there's all these different rooms, and nothing is explained. Nothing is – there's a ton of stuff that's not finished. Now, the devs, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They said, like, okay, there's stuff they're still working on. They're going to do some updates coming up uh, and get it, like, figured out. But, like, dude, there's really no excuse for this, like, gameplay, so – yeah. It's um, it was very disappointing because like, yeah, I actually I had it on my wishes. My my son and myself are super huge fans of this game called Ridiculous Fishing. You ever hear of this game? It's no. like a mobile game. Came out years ago. It's on Apple Arcade now, and it's just this fun fishing game where like you like let the line go down all as far as you can go, and then the way up, you try to catch as many fish, and then you shoot them out of the air. It's silly, and there's like tons of different fish you could collect. And I was like, this is will be really similar where there's all these different things to collect. No, it's garbage. <laughs> yeah, I, so. l- I looked into this today thinking about getting like a review copy. But uh, my first thoughts were, this looks like a Flash game from the 2000s a little bit graphically. I thought, surely this is made by Newgrounds or something. But then it probably would have been a good game if it were. But it, yes. yeah, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah, it was a bummer. Um, but, you know, I'm just trying, you know, don't, uh, if you're interested in this game... Either don't waste your money, or maybe they'll put out some updates and make it worth playing. But at, at this rate, it doesn't look good. All right. Um, we got a lot more to talk about. Should we get into the, the meat of this here show? Let's do it. All right. Let's talk about our new releases from last week. All right. So after I was done playing... My little blood call, and I was like, man, I need something that's going to 
take this terrible taste out of my mouth. Along comes the greatest game in the history of man. House Flipper 2 came out on PC December 14th. Oh my goodness. This is how you make a game right here, folks. Now, you've heard me talk about House Flipper um, on many uh, previous occasions. Yeah. So, I've been very excited for this one. And it did not disappoint. It is just more of the amazing House Flipper. Um, but, like, they just polished it. They just took it and they polished it. Graphically, uh, it's so much better. They're so, like, it's it's so much more fleshed out. Um the the ease of everything like the the ui and like all the everything has just been like they're like they thought about it and they're like how can we make this better and they did it and that's house flipper 2 amazing game so what it is you just so then this one even has a story so you, the story starts where you're like all right your, your friend's calling you and he needs you to help out you've got to make some money or whatever so you got to start helping out cleaning some houses doing some stuff and then it progresses and you're, you're learning more trades as you go. And then, um, then you're, you're, you're fixing up houses, you're flipping houses. And now this one, the, the new game, Hustle Number two, there's a whole sandbox mode where you can just go in and create your, your dream house. If you so choose, um, and you could design it all, build it from the ground up. And, um, yeah, dude, it is it's a great game, man. It's yeah. I and I needed it after after that uh, cult game. I I really want this one. You know, I'm into these simulator games. Yeah, and I I put in a request for review copies on two platforms, and so far I've not gotten either. So that sucks. Oh, uh, did you yeah. have to pay for the game, or did you end up getting a review copy? I did get a review copy. So um, yeah, I would have bought it anyways because I I spent so much time in the first house flipper. And then I don't know. So I think what would have happened in this uh, hypothetical situation is I would have been like, all right, I'm not going to get it now. I'll wait for a sale. I'm playing too many games. And then I would have looked at the reviews and I would have saw like a lot of the reviews are saying the same thing I said, like, man, if you like House Flipper, go get this one right now because it just takes everything and it makes it better. And I would have been like, all right, I'm buying it right now because it's that it's exactly what I wanted in a game it's it's your power wash simulator it's uh it's basically you know it's like what we've been playing with hard space shipbreaker you know where it's like you're just cleaning up is basically all you're doing you know it, that one in yeah. space this one in, in some neighborhood and it's just the the way it's designed and the way it's done it's everything just feels good you know if i'm picking up trash sometimes in the first one it would like it would be hard to like pick up something because it would glitch a little bit or whatever and now it's like it's just very much noticeable, like the quality of life stuff that he did. Whereas in the previous one, like there's maybe a little bit of dirt left somewhere, and you can't. You're at ninety nine percent, and you can't find that last little bit of dirt. This one, there's like a button, and it like does like a radar flash, and it's like bing, and then it highlights it. It's like there's that little piece of dirt. So it's like it makes things a little bit more easy, like because you know we're, this is not a game that we're in it because it's like we want that. You know, it's not the Elden Ring of of simulator games, you know. Right. We just want to have fun, clean houses, and, uh, you know, um, do fun shit. So, right. And these, I hope these games always have, I hope so too. These games always have a little bit of jankiness to them, mm-hmm. but oh, yeah. you, you got to be able to see through that to play the game and, and have mm-hmm. a good time. Yes. And I'll tell you, I'm playing it on the Steam Deck and it runs amazingly on the Steam Deck. It looks fantastic. Um, it's the perfect game for for something like that. You know, the handheld situation, it, it works great with a controller where, you know, you just um, move in like a reticle around. And I'm sure mouse would even be better. You just click on everything, you know. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's a fantastic game. And I think uh, you know, if you liked Power Wash Simulator um, or, you know, any of those simulator games, like, yeah, this will be right up your alley. The, the other game that came out... But there's really nothing coming out until until like a couple weeks into the new year. But um, Asgard's Wrath 2 came out on the MetaQuest 2, 3, and Pro. This came out December 15th. And normally we don't cover too much VR stuff here. But I wanted to bring this up because this is, they're saying it's probably one of the greatest VR role-playing games ever to come out. Um, and they're saying it is a system seller for 
the the meta quest 3 like this is what they're gonna people are gonna buy that system to play this game so it's a open world action role-playing game uh and there's the premise is you play as like a god and you have the ability to like go into like other people and like use them to like i don't know do stuff i don't really know exactly um but it's got like the i read a couple reviews one of the reviews i read uh they were playing 90 hours and they still there was still a lot of stuff that they could have done which is insane in vr because most vr games are really short you know four or five hour things You'd be surprised um, to get like 10 hours out of a VR game. And yeah. it's like we were talking about last week where we're sort of getting out of the tech demo phase yes. where every game is just trying something new. And this is getting into, you're getting some legitimate full games out of this. Right. Yeah. And this game, so I guess there's so there's like a whole, the whole full game. And then on top of that, they threw in like this roguelike mode if you wanted to play it. There's all these mini games. There's fishing. You could just sit and fish. Um there's animal companions, uh, which, you know, like I said last week when I was talking about Arizona Sunshine, that's my favorite part of that, my animal companion. Um, but, yeah, it's, it looks um, fantastic. There's um, a ton of different, like, weapons and abilities that you could use in your fighting. And, and some each character has different um, abilities and weapons. So, um, yeah, it seems really really cool um bunch of puzzles you could do so i was like man do i need another vr thing i'm like no i don't use the one i have so uh right now uh asgard's wrath 2 is at a 93 on metacritic so uh very impressive all right and yeah that's it there's very 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 few games coming out uh, in the next few weeks so um we'll see we'll see what we, we can talk about next week but all right let's get into it let's talk about our news of the week All right, cue the funeral dirge. E3 is officially dead. We'll pour one out for our homies. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a sad day, man. I saw that. It was kind of like, um, you know, when a when an old friend you, you find out they've passed away. You know, it's maybe not that bad, but um, well, you know, the it was a bummer. We had a few years of seeing the writing on the walls it's true yeah they've been sick for a long time um and you know there's finally it was time for them you know they've been in a retirement home for a long time and uh yeah now uh they're gone what what do you what was your thought when you first saw that um e3 was done i have mixed feelings because i didn't pay that much attention to any of this stuff until you took me on um sure doing this show every week so E3, I always knew what it was, always saw it in the magazine, saw some clips online, didn't look that much into it, never went to one, anything like that. Yeah. And the same for like the Summer Games Fest, Game Awards, everything with Jeff Keighley. Um, I didn't know that much about him. And it just makes me wonder, I mean, I, I have a little bit of nostalgia for something like E3 existing and seeing what that convention looked like and yeah. all of these companies coming out to show you all the cool stuff that they've got. But, I mean, it's like everybody says, the, the landscape has changed. And I got to wonder, do we need E3? Has it just kind of been usurped by uh, the Game Awards and, and everything else? Right. Um, I I hate to see it go. I wish people still come out for cons. So I wish they would have pivoted and figured out, you know, what are we and what do we need to be? and What will people come out for? It doesn't necessarily have to be all about the games coming out. But still, putting a convention center format uh, full of gaming industry people and demos and the new technology, that seems really, really cool. And I wonder how many more, I mean, are they still going to do like CES? Is that the other one that takes yeah. place every year where yeah. you're going to have a lot of overlap there? Yeah, yeah, you would think. You would think. Um, yeah, it'll, see how, it'll be interesting to see how it does transition if those grow as the expos, if CES grows or tokyo game show or the pax um shows yeah, that one too th- those are still going on but um yeah i think the the writing has been on the wall as far as like what this i mean it all started in 2018 when playstation opted out of e3 that was really like the first 
the first nail in the in the coffin and um and then after that like you would see you know other the other big ones kind of drop out to do their own thing and then 2019 um COVID happened and and everybody else just were like okay let's do these digital things you know you got Nintendo doing the the directs and um, PlayStation with their state of plays and everything And, and you were able to see that um okay, they, we can still show these games and, and everything that we're excited for. There's not the hands-on um, situation There's that's, that's going on. There's not the... I think at, at a certain point, E3, it became more about... Um, more for the developers to kind of, like, get a feel for, like, their games and what's out there and that sort of thing. So that, it's unfortunate that that's, that part of it is gone. But for us in the, in the press, in the public to be able to see the new games, like really these digital showcases are, are where it's at, you know, um, we're seeing it, like yeah. you said, with summer games, fest, the game awards, um, Jeff Keeley is really, he, he took the ball and he's, he's running with it, with these things. Um, now we talked about last week, there's some tweaking that needs to happen at, at these. And, you know, it's, uh, it's a learning curve. We're see where they go as far as, what these are but yeah it'll be interesting to see what takes e3's spot as you know the an expo for developers and and um programmers and stuff to kind of go and 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 share like every profession has that you know that conference where it's like everybody goes and gets re-energized and and rejuvenated and shares trade secrets and that sort of thing you know and um yeah, it's 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 unfortunate, and it's something I, I always wanted ever since I was a kid. Like, man, E three, I I would have loved to go, and I never got to go. So, um, yeah, it was a bummer for for that reason alone. But um, just real quick, the Stanley Pierre Louis, he's the president and CEO of the ESA. Um, one a quote that he said. We know the entire industry, players and creators alike, have a lot of passion for E3. We share that passion. We know it's difficult to say goodbye to such a beloved event, but it's the right thing to do given the new opportunities our industry has to reach fans and partners. So, you know, he's aware of it. And even then he said, any one of these major companies can create an individual showcase and also partner with other industry events to showcase the breadth of games. That's exciting for our industry, and it means it's an opportunity for them to explore how to engage new audiences in different ways so yeah like i said it's uh i'm sure we'll be getting a lot more of those showcases and i really do um enjoy the fact that i can feel a part of uh one of these showcases from from my own home just watching it on youtube and being there kind of live you know um to see the the premieres and stuff even like the indie showcases that that these um very small places are putting out or like they're you know the humble humble game showcase or even like you know stupid stuff like that so yeah it's unfortunate that this huge uh, event had to to die but something will will take its place whether it's going to be completely digital or some another um in-person event takes over uh, only time will tell don't don't tell the funeral organist to go home just yet the last of us factions is another is a, another uh, of the latest casualties. Now I know a lot of people have been looking forward to this for a long time. I mean they've been working on this for a long time. This is one of those ones. Again, the writing was kind of on the wall because there was like we would go so long without an update on on the Last of Us Online uh, or factions, whatever they were calling it. Uh, but they did just put out a press uh, release today, and let me read a little bit uh, a little part of that. Uh, It says, the multiplayer team has been in pre-production with this game since we were working on The Last of Us Part 2. Crafting an experience we felt was unique and had tremendous potential. As the multiplayer team iterated on their concept for The Last of Us Online during this time, their vision crystallized. The game got more refined and satisfying, and we were enthusiastic about the direction in which we were headed. In ramping up to full production, the massive scope of our ambition became clear. 
to release and support The Last of Us online, we'd have to put all our, res our studio resources behind supporting post-launch content for years to come, severely impacting development on future single-player games. So we had two paths in front of us. Become a solely live-service game studio or continue to focus on single-player narrative games that have defined Naughty Dog's heritage. We are immensely proud of everyone at the studio that touches project. The learnings and investments in technology from this game will carry into how we develop our projects and will be invaluable in the direction we are headed as a studio. We have more than one ambitious, brand-new single-player game that we are working on here at Naughty Dog, and we cannot wait to share more about what comes next when we're ready. Until then, we're incredibly thankful to our community for your support throughout the years. So... Yeah, I mean, it's that simple. They just didn't want to be a, a live service game, you know? They put out, and I'm fine with it, dude. Naughty Dog puts out the greatest just single-player story-based games. You know, they're one of the greats, um, if not the best. So I'm okay with it if I don't if I don't get, like, a, you know, a, a multiplayer game based on an existing IP. I don't know. I'm fine yeah. with it. I am still surprised by it. I mean, I wonder why there's no path three. Spend money to make money. Pad your team with new people, new talent that yeah. can bring this to where it needs to be and continue to work on that as a live service for as long as you need. Because, um, I mean, they shouldn't be that short on money. They they have everything's aligned for them. They just had the TV series that's getting insane praise. Uh, they have all the new remakes of the games, which are actually selling, and I don't hear a lot of negative things about those. So they yeah. must be making money. I just don't. Yeah. I don't get why We're, we do have a lot of layoffs in the gaming space right now, and I don't know how much of it is. I don't know. Is it just weariness because there's so much out there right now? You don't actually know who's going to play your game, even if you have something huge like uh, The Last of Us. Yeah. And that was one thing that I was going to bring up is that, um, you know, it might be just that, that um, they didn't want to lay off more people, you know, and it's, if that's the choice, it's like, listen, we either have the option to continue making this live service game um, and have to lay off more people or, or whatever, and, you know, I don't know. It, it, who knows? But I think Naughty Dog did have some developer layoffs not too long ago. So I don't know what, and we may never really know what went on behind this decision if there was more to it. Because for what they said, even in that press release, they're like, dude, we had a dope game that it looked awesome and we were excited about it. And they've been working on it for a long time. So yeah. it does seem a little strange that all of a sudden they make this decision to go one way and not the way that they've been planning to for all this time. But yeah, there's got to be more, more to it. Um, but yeah, it does seem, yeah, who knows? But um, I'll tell you, it's that, that damn Pedro Pascal. He's too expensive. He is. He's a pricey, he's a pricey boy. So yeah, ultimately, you know, I'm okay with it. I know a lot of people were excited for uh, the online Last of Us. And it would have been a, a, a dope game, I'm sure of it. But, you know, if it's at the cost of a quality, amazing single-player story, I'm, I'm cool with it. There's a lot of great live service multiplayer shooters out there, you know? Oh, I know what happened. Naughty Dog, they saw how good the day before was. And they're like, listen, we can, we got to cancel the last of us factions there's already a game out there that's doing exactly that and then they close up shop uh, we got to talk about this day before fiasco um so it's it's all the rage in the video game world right now and i'm sure you've heard a lot about it out there but let's talk about it. this is an insane story probably one of the most insane stories of a studio um in quite some time the day before it was announced about five years ago, had become one of the most anticipated games on Steam uh, for many years. It had it had been the most wishlisted game, um, just uh, with with the Hogwarts Legacy. It was right up there, and then it went from most anticipated game to within hours of it being released to one of the worst reviewed games ever 
on Steam. Um, now, had you followed this at all prior to this release? Did you see any of the trailers or anything? Okay. Yeah. I remember seeing one of the initial trailers and thinking, this game looks pretty sweet. And this is where the problem starts, these trailers. So they had maybe four or five trailers come out since the game was announced. And each time the trailer would show something more. One of them would show like a bunch of people like working out in a gym or relaxing in a sauna. Or you could go to this mall and like go into the shops of the mall and like take shit off the shelves. And then they showed a a car driving through this neighborhood and like all this shit where like it and they advertised it during these trailers as an open world MMO. This is where the problem started. And then when the game came out and they realized this is not what was shown to us in the trailers. Like, it had the same backdrop, the same world, but they really chopped up those trailers to make it look, A, way more full and full of all these experiences and and things. Um, and then on top of that, it's not an open-world MMO at all. It's basically just a shitty extraction shooter. Um, so this is, I think, where the biggest problem is. It's the lies that the developers over at Fantastic Games uh, said to try to sell this game. Um, yeah, they sh- dude, they showed in these trailers, like everything was like, the cu- the guns were like customizable and there were all these assets that you could take. And um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. So the game comes, they sold over 200,000 copies of the game um, within, you know, real quick after it comes out and then very very soon after that have refunded more than half of those games because people realize that this is not what they paid for so pretty crazy story you know yeah um it's one of those things where i'm a i'm in both camps where i understand why people are upset i didn't play this game i didn't spend 40 dollars on it if i did and I spent two hours on Steam trying to figure out whether or not this game was any good, and that put me outside of the refund window, I'd be pretty angry. On the other hand, your expectations should be, you know, checked. And, uh, you know, how you spend your money is up to you. So, from what I understand, they privated all of those original trailers there was supposed to be some sort of trailer that came out a little closer to the beginning, which would be a really good hint that this game was going to be not what they originally showed. Um, another factor in this is that they they didn't want to give any sort of review copies out there to anybody, so people really didn't get to see what the game was like before they went and bought it. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it's, a, it's a lesson that we all have to learn, and maybe it's getting a little into victim-blaming, but temper your expectations. Don't go spending your money if something is going to be crap. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And even before the release of this game, like I just in the periphery, like I was able to see like so many conversations were about, is this game a scam? And I think a lot of those sales of the 200,000 where people like, I got to check this out. Like, let me see if this is for real or not. Um, because that was like a big thing. It was like this game, like is the sh- the whole situation is super sketchy. I feel like this game is not real. And then we find out, yeah, you're right. It was sketchy. I mean, it's a real game, but it's it doesn't do anything they said. On top of that, it's super buggy. It's real broken. The game itself is like, um, it's so empty. I watched, um, I. I watched a lot of the, of a walkthrough of the first, maybe about 40 minutes of this walkthrough. Now I did fast forward quite a bit because it was like, dude, you, the person would walk for like 10 minutes, see one zombie, dispose yeah. of them and then move on. Like it was crazy. And then a, a lot of reviews that I read talked about the actual gameplay and how bad it is and how broken it is. Um, but I just wanted to read before we we go any further. The the developers at Fantastic Games, like the 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 roller coaster of 
these quotes that they've put out since the beginning. Um, and it's, it's it, looking back now, I feel a little bad. I don't know if I feel bad, It's but it's interesting. So one of the earlier quotes, it says, we understand that some players not seeing the whole picture and might have doubts about the game. Uh, we've been creating the game for four years. All these years have been full of sweat and blood to make this game. And for many members of our team, it is unpleasant to hear such accusations. That's talking about, you know, when they were saying it wasn't wasn't real. Um, and they're like, no matter what anyone says, you'll see for yourself on November 10th. That was when it was supposed to come out on November 10th. We hope that after this game's success, we'll give people faith that in this life, if you persevere towards a dream it will come true despite all the obstacles and doubts um and then later on when it was coming out it said we made this for you so that you will enjoy the game and it becomes a celebration together we will continue improving the game and adding content and then it said uh they accept any kind of criticism and don't hold a grudge uh against you uh please don't underestimate our work it wasn't easy and then um, the last few tweets. The day before has failed financially and we lack the funds to continue. All income received is being used to pay off debts to our partners. At the moment, the future of the day before and prop night, their previous games, are unknown. But the servers will remain operational. We apologize if we didn't meet your expectations. We did everything within our power. But unfortunately, we miscalculated our capabilities. Creating games is an incredibly challenging endeavor. Uh, and then their final their final message this was our first big experience shit happens <laughs> oh what a what a roller coaster um if they were to deliver on those promises that sounds good i'd love to play I, that game crazy that they were standing by it for so long saying we will teach you you know we'll sh prove you wrong this is legit and then release this and then say right. shit happens like, dude, I don't know, man. Sketchy shit. So, yeah. So people are accusing them of, of taking the bag and running. And I don't know. I don't know their finances. I yeah. really hope that's not the case, but it's it's not very defensible at this point. Right. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. So they've since shuttered the, the studio, uh, removed any information about the game, YouTube uh, information everything like they're just gone they're just ghosted so yeah it's real interesting i don't know um i don't know what what this means for any any other future games or potentially their previous shit so um but a crazy crazy story in the video game world yeah you know one we tell our grandchildren you know it, it <laughs> i remember happens. a game called the, the the day before all right let's move on the PlayStation Plus game catalog for December has been announced. Uh, subscribers to the PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium subscription will be getting Grand Theft Auto V, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, MotoGP 23, Metal Hellsinger, Salt and Sacrifice, Moon Scars, Mega Man 11, Gigabash, Grime, Tinykin. Proteus, Shadowrun Returns, Shadowrun Dragonfall, and Shadowrun Hong Kong. Not a great, not a great lineup for the month. Some, some, uh, you know, some indie darlings, but, uh, yeah. you know, GTA 5, if you, right? I mean, that's a big one. If this were but who doesn't have that I think game, I'd be right? psyched. Yeah, right. who doesn't have that game? I feel like the, everybody that wants that game has that game. I'm pretty sure it's regularly on sale for like $5. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then if you're a subscriber to the premium package, Mega Man Legacy Collection, Mega Man Legacy Collection 2, and Thrillville, and Thrillville Off the Rails. Oh, and Buzz Lightyear of Star Command um, will be available. So, yeah, pretty shit month uh, over here in PlayStation Plus land for um, for this package. like. Proteus, I got that on Steam. I'm excited to play that. It's like an old school, like Doom style, um, first person shooter with like um, modern um, mechanics. So that one's gonna be cool. And then Tinykin, I've talked about Tinykin on here a whole bunch. It's a great game. 
I recommend Tinykin to every single person. I will 100% Tinykin on PlayStation just to get that Platinum Trophy because it is that damn mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I mean, I would like to try out Metal Hellsinger since it came out. I've been eyeballing it. I think it's on like Game it's Pass, fun. though, so I'll probably go that route. It, um, they might have re- removed it from Game Pass. I, I don't know if it's back. But yeah, I was playing it on Game Pass, and then it was gone. And now I have it on Steam. Um, but yeah, I'll probably play it on there, too, just for the trophies. It is a fun game. Because um, I'm just playing on my Steam Deck, and you can't get that full metal um, you know, music just bumping. I'm going to play it at home. Oh, yeah. Volume on 11. <laughs> yeah. I guess these days, 11's not that high, you know? 11's probably Yeah, you got to crank quiet. it up to like 40. Exactly. All right, next up, we got some exciting movie news. A24. You know, everybody knows A24 and the movies that they put out. Um, they are going to be collaborating with Kojima Productions to create a Death Stranding live-action feature film. Um, which I texted my buddy, who's like a huge Death Stranding fan, and he was like, ah, the game is literally just a long movie. Like, you know, it's all like cutscenes. Right. And he's like, I don't know what this is going to be. But um, you put A24 on it, and bam, it's uh, it's an instant classic. Um. Yeah, they did uh, Hereditary. You ever see Hereditary? Yeah. It's a great, scary movie. Yeah, they, they've got a, they've done a lot of pretty interesting films. A very different one. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting really um, good, exciting things about this. Um, so, yeah, they put out a press release. It says, um, the announcement comes ahead of Kojima Productions' eighth anniversary on December 16th, marking a new milestone in video game to film adaptations. The film promises to delve into the mystery surrounding the apocalyptic event called the Death Stranding, which blurred the lines between life and death and brought forth nightmarish creatures into a world on the brink of collapse. So, um, yeah, very exciting. There Bit is of a buzzword a, there. Uh, which one? I'll go ahead. Um, no, I want to hear the buzzword. So they say, the like, it's, it's going to be a brand new milestone. What is the milestone in video oh, yeah. game to movie adaptations here? Yeah, no, that's, yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's been done before. Mario Brothers be with John Leguizamo. I mean, come yeah. on. Um. Hideo Kojima put out a quote. Uh, A24 was born into this world about 10 years ago. Their presence is singular within the industry. They are like no other. The films they are delivering to the world are high in quality and very innovative. I've been attracted to their creations, and they have even inspired my own work. Their innovative approach to storytelling aligns with what Kojima Productions has been doing for the last eight years. Now we are making a Death Stranding movie together. There are a lot of game adaptation films out there, but what we are creating is not just a direct translation of the game. The intention is that our audience will not only be fans of the game, but our film will be for anyone who loves cinema. We are creating a Death Stranding universe that has never been seen before, achievable only through the medium of film. It will be born. So, idiot Kojima, dude. Kojima's the best. He's uh, He makes the craziest shit. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited. I, I have not played Death Stranding. Now, like, I have a deadline. By the t- so, you know, by the time this movie comes out, I would like to have completed uh, Death Stranding. And Death Stranding 2. Man, I got yeah. a lot of work to do. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very exciting. Um, And then on top of that, like, there's, uh, speaking of great games in the movies, rumors about a Baldur's Gate movie going to Netflix. Or a show. They haven't really said. Yeah. It's, all, it's all rumors. Speculation. But... You know, now that The Witcher is kind of winding down, they need a new cool fantasy video game uh, uh, epic world to live in. And I think Baldur's Gate makes the most sense. I think it would be perfect. So, um, yeah. yeah. I, I wonder how much more the focus will need to be on, like, the characters of the game, if at all. Um, because otherwise you have more D&D, and, and it's been done in film and TV before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's... You're absolutely right. It has been done. They got to do it good. They need to be, you know, give a good, uh, uh, full story. All right. And that is it for news here. You got anything else you want to, uh, talk about? 
Yeah, point of clarification off. after last week, because I brought up Epic Games every year, oh. for, as long as I remember, they've been doing this one-a-day release all the way up to Christmas or New Year's. Um, yeah. And I, I mentioned that it was probably going to start about this time um, this week. And it even seems like some credible leakers were saying that there's going to be 17 games. It's all going to come out each day. They're changing up the format. Nobody really knows what's going on right now. But all we know right now, the first one on that list was Destiny something something edition. It's like a $50 game. So it's something yeah. decent. But um, as far as what's next, it's going to be like a week. And then we don't know. Yes. Yeah, I think uh, so. Destiny 2. Um is free until the 20th. So I'm assuming that's when we'll get the next one. So that's my guess. Anyways, December 20th, we'll see what's next, but uh, yeah, dude, big, the, the big dog they dropped on there. It's destiny two plus I think like three DLC. Um, so very cool. Um, free available until December 20th. Um, all right. Well, that is it from us here at gaming news weekly. Uh, you know, go check out the the video version of this if you want. You get all the trailers. You get to look at our smiling faces. You can find that at Pop Culture Playground on YouTube or at uh, on Fruit Lab. It's a, Fruit Lab's a great website. You can watch videos and earn cryptocurrency. Um, if you want to watch some sweet gaming content, go check out uh, uh, Full Clips page. GameFAX, G-A-M-E-F-A-X, uh, all that good stuff. Um you put any new videos up over there recently? Uh, 3D printing simulator That's is up right. there, and uh, right. I don't know what's coming next. Don't know oh, yet. Oh, man. Yeah, hopefully something real good. Um, and then check out the audio version anywhere podcasts are found. Uh, just type in GNW, and you will have this show right at your disposal on your iPod, your iPod Mini, your iPod Nano. Um, iPod Shuffle iPod Shuffle, yes. Not Zoom. Anything but Zoom. Go, go F yourself, Zoom. Um, and then um, check us out on TikTok, Instagram. You, you know, daily uh, uh, content popping up over there. It's all, all the good stuff. Everything, all the best things from this show, bam, just right there. One a day. And you don't even need to check out this show. You just be there. But no, don't do that because you'll miss all this stuff. You know, use me, miss me just rambling at the end of the show. That's the best part for some people. I don't know who. If it's your favorite part, the, send me comments a, all the time about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, send. Let me know. I'll send you feet pics, full clips. Because um, he keeps sending them to me, and I'm like, dude, I don't want these anymore. Stop it. I'm telling you, all they're right. going to be valuable one day. It's true, it's true. That's why I do have them laminated. And that, for that reason alone, no other reason. Alright, we gotta get out of here. Thanks so much for checking us out. We'll see you next week with more Gaming News Weekly. Bye!